Hey everybody, welcome to Perennial Single Bitch. I'm your host, Andrea. Today's topic is uh, why you should never settle. First of all, settling is such an ugly word. It's such an ugly word. The idea of it is disgusting. Just the sound of it is disgusting. Someone suggesting that you do it makes me ill. It makes me nauseous. You know, you should just settle. It's like settle. Do you understand what you're asking this person to do? You're asking someone who you supposedly like to choose somebody that they don't like that much, buy a house, make babies, intertwine their finances, and sit down for the rest of their life with this person. That's what you're asking when you tell someone they should settle. Just FYI, I'm gonna put start off that way. Now let's be honest, the pressure to settle is real. Like Especially if you're a woman over a certain age. Are you kidding me right now? How many of us have been told that we're being too, quote unquote, picky or that we need to lower our standards in order to find somebody? Maybe that's our issue. Maybe the problem is that you're not lowering your standards. If I had a fucking dollar for every time someone thought that my list of things that I need in a man was so ridiculous and that was the reason why I was single, I'd I'd have a million, no, I'd have a trillion dollars. I wouldn't need Powerball. I would be Powerball. So I thought it was interesting and important but it was an interesting topic and also important to uh, to discuss this. And, you know, this conversation actually came up uh, because of a conversation I had with a married friend of mine who I will not name. But anyways, we were at a girl's dinner. There were four of us. I was the only single. The other three are married. And of course, you know, single girls, you know what the situation is like. They turn to you eventually at some point in the conversation and they say, so are you seeing anybody? So uh, I was like, oh. And tell me if you guys do this. I, I do this. Sometimes there's nobody, but I just give them a story to get them off my back. Because I know that's just what they want to hear. They just need to hear a story. They just need to be told about somebody. They need a name, right? So that they can be like, oh, like hopeful for you or whatever. So I was not in the mood to just like, so I just told her the story about those, the most recent guy that I I was dating. And I'm like, he's a really nice guy. He's tall. He's very charismatic. He's good looking, like really good looking. But in his personal life, he has a lot on his plate. He has a a, a very tumultuous relationship with his baby mother. He's got four kids, all into the age of seven. That is a lot to take on. And before I could even finish my sentence, she looked at me. Single girls, you'll know this face. And she tilted her head and squeezed her face. And she was like, well, do you think maybe because of your situation, you shouldn't be really turning down a guy because he has kids? Like, at your age, you've got to expect. And I'm like, I let her finish. But what I really wanted to do was grab her by her collar across the table and tell her to stop talking to me like I was garbage. Like, that's what I wanted to do. But of course... A single ladies have to be polite and take, in, take it all in. So I, I sat there and I listened. And then I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that's your opinion. I just know what works for me. Like, And then I found myself defending a, a situation that I knew I was already done with. I was just giving her a story, but I was just, I wanted to see how far she would go into this conversation trying to convince me that this guy was great without knowing anything, without asking me anything else about him. She didn't ask me another question. But that conversation spawned this conversation. So in a way, I got to thank her. Um, And there's a huge social stigma that you face when you're single, right? This, that, that story I just told is just an example, but that happens all the time. 
I've had those types of conversations with coworkers, acquaintances, family members. My my own father comes at me on a regular basis, like mean as hell, about the fact that what I need is a husband. Yeah, yeah, you know, you need you need a husband. You need to get a husband. Don't you go? Don't you go get a husband? And I'm like, oh my god, like. Even from you, I don't have a safe place to not have this bullshit conversation. And my, I'm not going to call him out, but he was no example. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, so there's actually a term. There's literally a term for this. It's called singleism. Like racism, singleism. That kind that attack that you're under for being single and those, those, those comments and questions and accusations that they make of your single life and why you're single, singleism. Right? Isn't that interesting? It's so it's not just it's not just you. This is something where there's actually a term for this. Cause if you think about it, in, in just about every culture, country, religion, there's an unspoken belief that your worth is tied to your ability to find a mate. It's kind of like your 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 passagehood to adulthood, right? Some people consider it the most important adult relationship that you'll ever have. And then there, uh, then there's the other group who believes that it is you're not complete until you find your other half, right? And let's not even start talking about the good old biological clock, which, by the way, affects men as well. I just came to realize that, but that's a whole that'll be another topic in the future, right? So think about it: if you are surrounded by everybody who has this ideal, this unspoken idea in their head about about single life and what it really means. Well, of course you're going to start to settle. Of course some people are going to be like, you know what? I can't deal with this. The pressure is too much. I want I want love. I'm just going to deal with Joe Blow over here. I'll go shopping. I'll make him over and we'll just do this. I will kind of just coerce, push, or whatever you, word you want to use into getting him to, to marry me, make some babies. I'll move to the suburbs and then I can sit back. And then the next time there's a girl's night, I can sit down and eat guacamole dip and complain about my spouse and, and feel like I'm one of the girls. I will no longer be an outsider, right? You know somebody who's done this. I know a lot of people who've done this. There's actually this girl, so funny. I used to be uh, friends with this girl who, we were both single in that group of, of friends uh, and everybody else was married. And she was really way more vocal and angry about being single. And I remember when we first met, she had this long list of all the things that her husband had to be. He had to be this height, he had to be this complexion. He better have a good time, good job because he is not getting in on her pension. And she was like so militant. And I couldn't believe, like she really gave a lot of energy. And I always sit back going, I really don't, I don't think about it as much as you do. Wow. Long story short, she got, she had a birthday. And for her, that was her trigger. She'd had enough of searching and she tried everything. She went online dating. She got set up by friends. She asked her male friends to set her up. Like she did everything. And then she got tired of it. She went on a trip and she met a guy and uh, he wasn't any of the things besides being male and having a penis. Uh, he wasn't any of the things that she had on her long list. He fell short in every single category, but she met him and married him within, I think it was three months, gave him citizenship to the country she lived in. And, uh, they have, I think they have two or three kids and she's probably in the suburb somewhere. So I've seen this happen. Like I've seen women just kind of say, you know what, to hell with what I really would like for, to hell with trying to find my match equal. I'm just going to deal with this guy right here. 
because he's here and he's alive and he's willing. And I know a few other women who've done this. And I'm sure if you're listening and you're a perennial single, you've thought about this or you know a friend who's done this. So this is why I thought this was an important conversation to have as well. Now, like I just said, if you've ever found yourself wondering whether it's better to be alone or to settle, trust me, you're not alone. And I actually found that this expert says that um, one of the most complicated, painful, and pervasive dilemmas many single women are faced with um, or forced to grapple with is should you settle or should you be alone? Especially if you're, if you're tired of waiting for this magical man to show up. So just know that you're not by yourself. Everybody's having the same thoughts. It's what you do with those thoughts that's important, right? So this fear of being alone, it can also affect your priorities. Like that guy that I was telling my, my friend at at that girl's dinner, who the one with the four kids and the, the, the baby mama drama, um, what she didn't know and what she didn't, what she would never know and what she was not interested in finding out is what was going on with him besides his good looks and his height. And uh, I found out that he had been arrested three times on domestic violence charges. Uh, he had been verbally and physically abusive to his baby mother in front of their children. He uh, was very rarely making child support payments. Like these are big things, right? These are big things. But if you're so busy trying to just find somebody, you will miss important information that you need to know about the person that you're trying to drag down the aisle. So sometimes, and it also I think can you know mess up your priorities a little bit. Like that girl that I just also told you about, she had a priority. She had priorities about what her partner needed to bring to the table, but she settled and, and then she chose somebody who, who doesn't have any of those things. Now, I'm not saying it can't work out, but I think most of us, if you, wouldn't you rather hold out for what you would like? Wouldn't you, instead of just making do with this person, I was wondering in the long run, because that's where it counts. It's not about the day. It's not about the dress. It's not about the ring. It's about the long run. Because at the end of the day, when, when the wedding is over and it's only one, like it's one day this wedding, uh, you have to deal with the person that you married for the rest of your life, right? So you don't want to, you don't want it to affect your priorities. And um, this also, in the same research, it also says that, uh, found that uh, people who were depressed and lonely and had gotten into a relationship and settled for somebody were just as depressed and lonely as a single person who was, you know, miserable about being single. The same level of, of, of angst and, and loneliness was there, whether they settled or whether they stayed by themselves. So you're not doing yourself any favors by choosing this person and just settling down. Right now, I also don't want people to misunderstand me. Like I'm not against intimate relationships. I think they're wonderful. I think romantic relationships are wonderful. And I wish for everybody I know and everybody out there, everybody who's listening to have one. I want one. I want you to ha- want one. I want to meet you in the street. I want you to, I want you to have that kind of happiness. And just think about it. The couples who are really happy, they don't tell you that they're happy, right? They're not busy trying to display you know, all kinds of PDA and and make you believe that they're happy. It's something that you just feel. And if you're settling, you're like that feeling of unhappiness is also going to emanate, not just in your heart, but to everybody who meets you. Right. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm not at all interested in that. I love me. 
I told a guy that I dated once, I'm like, I, I like you, but I love me. I don't have a problem with my own company and my own life and doing things my way. And, and if having you here makes to, means that I'm miserable, well then I, I'm sorry, honey, you got to go. That does not make any sense. And I also read something that was hilarious. They said, uh, uh, settling is like playing musical chairs. You know that game you play when you're a kid? They play the music and you walk around the chairs and when the music stops, you sit down. Any seat, you just grab a seat. You just like the whole point is not to be the only person left standing. Well, if that's the approach you're taking to your dating life, kind of a musical chairs, you just don't want to be the person who's left standing. <laughs> Think about that. You're not going to pay attention. You're going to miss some major things that could affect the long term um, happiness in your own relationship, right? Don't play musical chairs with your life. This is your life. This is your happiness. This is your mental health that we're talking about your physical and mental health and also will affect if you have children with this, with this person it will affect your children as well and uh you know settling is 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 the safe bet while you know holding out i understand it's like it's a gamble you could go with this guy he's here he's willing he's able he's breathing he's upright let's just do this and holding off for the person who you who makes your heart sing, who's really a good person and a great partner for you, and you can really see that he brings out the best in you and you bring out the best in him. That's great, but that's a, we also know as you're when you're single, you know that that's not around every corner. And you have to kind of wait and search for you have to search and sometimes wait for that person. And but is it worth the gamble? And I say the people who believe in settling would say, um, it's not worth the gamble, that person doesn't exist, or suppose that person doesn't exist. I know the ultimate fear of everybody is that you will be some spinster. And by that's another word that I fucking hate sitting in your house with, you know, and you'll die alone as your 39 cats eat you. Right. I know that's the ultimate fear. So you think to yourself, well, you know, if you, if you think with that kind of mentality, well, of course you'll settle for this idiot. Of course you'll, you'll, you won't take the time to find out who that person is really is you're you're just so interested in getting yourself off the market and i think that there's a higher price to pay in the long run right i'm not saying that i want you to end up being eaten by your cats but i also don't think it's a good idea to end up being married to someone who when you find out you have nothing in common with they don't love you they don't bring out the best in you you don't bring out the best in them i don't know how that is a win i don't understand how that could ever be a win you know and then there's also a lot of people who who settle for an unhappy relationship because you know, they've already invested in it, right? You've already, you've already put in three, four years to walk away now, which that's a, that's a very female-minded thing, a very woman-centric thing to, to approach it that way. Men don't look at it that way, right? A woman will stay to the very end. It's kind of like buying cons- a concert ticket months in advance and then on the day for an outdoor concert and on the day of the concert the weather there's a bloody storm coming and there's a tornado but you're still you're still gonna go to the to the venue and sit there outside on the grass and and try to enjoy this concert it's like no if i know you invested but this isn't gonna work you've got to do something else so um i also found uh this really interesting, so a few, uh, a few points that I thought were interesting that I wanted to share. And it's like, you know, like the top five reasons why you should never settle. So let's go through them. All right. Uh, self-love is more important. If you love yourself, well, then you won't take crap from anyone, right? Cause taking crap from somebody who doesn't really love you and settling 
that eats away at your soul, eats away at your happiness and your spirit. And I don't understand why anybody would sign up for that. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. You came into this world by yourself. If you can be happy on your own, if you can learn to be happy on your own, you know, you'll never be miserable. You know what you'll never be? Nervous to walk into a room because you're not sure what, what mood your partner's in. Who the hell would want to do that? There's so many people out there who do that. And that's from that settling mentality. It's like better to have this guy who makes you miserable than nobody at all. Get out of that mentality. All right, now the next point, number two, is you'll stunt your own growth. When you settle in your relationships, you're not being the best person you can be. Right? Love is supposed to feel good and make others feel good. So that's another reason why you should you should never settle. If you're not bringing out the best in your partner and they vice versa are not bringing out the best in you, I think it's a question you have to ask yourself like, so what are we doing here? Are we just are we just wasting time until we find somebody better? Are we just sitting here until one of us croaks? Like and also, do you want like I know this is going to sound morbid, but if you're settling, you understand if you live to to, you know, be an old age this is also the person who will, who has ultimate decision whether they pull the plug on you or not when you're old and dying in some hospital. Think about that. Like I know when you're at the club and you're tight dressed and you're and you're dating and you're seeing this guy and he and he smells and looks good. Down the road, you gotta look down the road because that hotness and that that sexy period, it's gonna it's gonna be over. You're gonna end up caring for each other in your old age and and taking care of children. And uh, number three. It's not worth your time. Now, whew, one of the biggest reasons why you should never settle is because it is a waste of time. I don't know about you, but I know that there are years that I have spent unhappy with drama, heartache, money and energy spent that I can't get back because I decided to settle in a relationship with somebody who didn't make me feel good. I wasn't making them feel good. We were making each other miserable. But we were trying to patch up a boat that was sinking. And we both, for or one of us, just couldn't just pull the Band-Aid off and get out of it. And it's not until you get out of that relationship and look back. And you know they say the hindsight is twenty twenty. You see how much time you wasted. Maybe that relationship was good for the first two but you stayed for six. So there's four years there that you know it wasn't great and you can't get that time back. And I think once people get out of those types of situations, they're very reluctant to waste time with somebody else. But I also be, I also feel like if you get into that type of situation, you should take that opportunity to learn so that you don't repeat it. Like there's no sense doing that and then going back into another relationship and wasting another four, five, six years of your life. You're supposed to learn from that. You're also, you know, hopefully not too damaged, but you're you're so afraid to have another relationship with somebody because you're afraid that it's going to end up like the last one. I don't think that's a good idea either. But that wasting of time, you don't know how long you're here for, right? We're all going. No one stays permanently. But you most definitely want to spend your time with people who love you and people that are, are, are there for you and you're there for them and it feels right and it feels good, right? Now, uh, number five is uh, love is not something to settle, settle for. It is one of the strongest human emotions. It can make you feel invincible and it can also destroy you. Think about this. Love affects your friends, your family, 
your physical, mental, and emotional health. If you have children with this person, it will affect your children in that same way. It will affect their emotional and physical health. Um, so don't settle for anybody. It doesn't do anybody any good, right? Work on loving yourself. Work on figuring out what works for you. Go through those bad relationships. That's, it's okay. Hopefully you get out with, with everything, with your sanity, and you learn from that relationship. But don't fall under that pressure that society is giving you that you to settle down, to just choose somebody. Because sitting next to someone who you can't stand and they can't stand you for a lifetime, that sounds like a sentence that a judge gives you. I sentence you to 25 years to life to be miserable as fuck with this person right here so that the next time you go to your girl's dinner or that wedding reception or that work function, you can say, oh, no, no, I'm not single anymore. I'm here with Bozo over here. And yes, we're both miserable, but look, we're in a couple. Isn't everybody happy now? That's not the point of life. That's not the point of love. So hopefully you got something. I, I, I had to touch on this topic because... You know, it happens to everybody. I've seen it happen. It happens to me. And I and I figured, you know, if I can just, you know, put some light out there and get you to see things and think of things differently, hopefully it'll help somebody. Um, but thank you so much for uh, for tuning in to this show. Uh, settling is an ugly word. Don't forget that, ladies. No matter what people tell you, no matter how much they accuse you of being picky, fuck them. They're not the ones who are going to have to live in that house with that guy that you don't like that much. You are. Remember that. Uh, if you want to holler at me, you can catch me on my Twitter at Andrea M. Bain or on my Instagram, it's Miss Bain to you. Or you can catch me, you can send me an email also at perennial.single.biatch at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.